Soak in Noah's comment on the night um, Derek like rose his knee. Oh, no. <laughs> what did he so say? We compared it to another event. Do you want to know what event that Joakim Noah compared please, Derek Rose to? Please don't have it involve the World Trade Center. <sighs> Joakim Noah did, in fact, compare oh, it. No. He had the same feeling as neither left And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. Uh, we made it. If my what calculations do, are correct, if my calculations are correct, this is episode twenty. This is this is almost a milestone. Fifth of the way to one hundred. We accidentally popped off early last week or earlier this week. No, I said we were coming up on twenty. Uh, anyway, what is? Yeah, I don't listen to the show, so I don't know. You well, are here the- with the boys, Maddie B and Locke. What's happening, Locke? How's your week been, my friend? My week's been good. We had a great ep with the big stiff boys. If you oh, yeah, haven't guys. heard that, make sure to catch it and make sure to give them a follow on Insta too. They are some great lads. 100%. Uh, we, yeah, we had such a fun talk with them. Um, just if you like yarn about the NRL, then just fucking go and listen to it. Like it was, it was just straight up yarn. We usually have like a, like a notes section that we, that we kind of like play around on behind the scenes. Uh, we literally had like three things on that document and we still talked for like fucking an hour. So yeah, that was, that was just so much fun. It was great. Um, anything, anything you want to get to before we get to the keynotes, big fella? No, man, just always make sure hit us up at fifth and dribble wherever you do your hitting up. Yep. Um, and listen to us wherever you do your listening. Yes, we are everywhere. Have you ever heard of pocket casts? No. We're there. Have you ever heard of breaker? No. We're there. We're um, everywhere. Yeah, we are. We're behind you, I think. I think yeah. if you turn, I think if you turn around, we're probably behind you. Turn around. Oh, there we are. See. Bing bong. All right. So, <laughs> key notes this week. Uh, look, the Knights unveiled their new jerseys uh, today. Even they have this like big dumb NIB on the front. Have you seen them? Yeah, I don't mind the actual jerseys. The NIB is a bit of a fuck you, I think. Yeah. I'm not a huge f- I mean, they're notorious for having that big NIB there. They must pump some money into it. Huge Did months. you know? Okay, so this is going to be a probably have to retract next week because I'm wrong. Either of Lachlan Fitzgibbon or who's Mitch Barnett, one of the two. I don't remember which one. I'm going to give you 50% of the info. You can do the rest. I think that old man is like really, really high up in NIB. Oh, there's really? a big thing I saw going around. The only reason they're in the team is because of that. I don't know how true this is. I could have just completely perjured myself, but damn. You know. Well, obviously, like obviously the chief is the face of NRB. Chief so. is the man. I mean, I do like the jerseys though. I feel like the Knights have such a cool color scheme. Like it's red and blue. Like, yeah. You can, make, that up. you can make some good shit, but they, they do fuck it up when they go orange. Yeah, true. When yeah. Like, stop going orange. <laughs> Miners, not, not only is it a bad jersey, but you lose in it. They're losing yeah. the Miners jersey all the time. All the time. Well, Quickly, just speaking of losing, uh, Cody Walker re-signed, but he only re-signed for one more year. Uh, are we going to start to see the uh, the one and duns in the NRL? You know, obviously, like they do in the NBA, LeBron's been done a few one and duns. Kawhi's done a few one and duns. Are we going to? Do you think it's going to start to creep into the NRL? No, I think this is more South only giving him the one. I think if he probably had his choice, he'd probably sign a two or a three year deal. To be honest with you, well, I think he was looking for the big the big milli, and they weren't willing to go there. Um, but if they said, I think they might have said to him in the 
in the uh, in the old boardroom there. If you give us a year like you gave us last year, then cool. But uh, a bit of a flash in the pan for us. What do you? What do you yeah, think? Uh, they they just got young guys who who are chomping at the bit to get a start. And by the mm, time that mm. year is over, end of twenty twenty three, you know, some of those boys are going to be in their early twenties looking to get a start somewhere. Mm, I think yeah. I think it's smart. I mean, it's, why wouldn't you do it? Obviously, they chose Walker over Reynolds, which remains to be seen. Mm. Like if, if Walker comes out next year, plays like he did last year, then I mean, I guess they're right, right? Like, well done, mm, mm, and they're yeah. able to get Blake Taff or Lachlan Ilias into the squad and get them starting. Yeah, well yeah, done. But sure. I think they'll see, and I think this is kind of like that where if if the if the performances aren't there on the field and Cody Walker's not getting it done, this mm. gives you an easy out to kind of get rid of him, and then you start those young halves and Taff and Ilias, and you still got Latrell, and I think it's a pretty good team to be fair. I don't mind. It seems pretty good. Um, I still don't think they're going to win next year. I think that loss of Adam Reynolds is massive. Nah, it, it, it is massive. And um, if you haven't seen it on the show, socials already, uh, Adam Reynolds in Broncos colors just kind of looks right. Uh, he's got, there's a photo up on our socials at Fifth and Dribble where he just, I don't know. I don't know if it's the beard, but it just like everything just looks right. You know, not that he ever looked wrong in a South nah, Jersey. It's, it just, it, it all it's the South works. Jersey's horizontal stripes. Yeah, That's right. What it is. Okay. Don't, don't be putting a big fella, even though he's not a big fella. Don't be putting the boys in horizontal stripes. Yeah, right. Okay. But right. um, I mean, we I saw that photo actually, and obviously saw Coates in his Melbourne mm. uniform. He that looks right in that mean, too. Bro. He looks mean. Obviously, the Bulldogs boys are getting around in their gear now. Yeah. Can I just say this is a shout out to all the NRL PR or the NRL people? Can we put the boys in jerseys that fit? Yeah. <laughs> Do we not just give them baggy jerseys? Why are we giving them baggy jerseys for? Like, I get it. You just pull whatever. They don't have to be skin tight. They're not playing. Yeah. Oh, God, this looks weird, bro. Like, Yeah, it does. It looks off. Kurt Capewell in his, in his um, Broncos one looks like he's wearing like a triple XL jersey. It's, it's fallen off the poor lad. Like, yeah. <laughs> get the boys some tight jerseys, man. That's why we watch the footy. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, uh, yeah, so moving on to more footy news. Your boy Tyrone mate, well, not your boy. I'm sure you don't want to be associated with him, but Tyrone May, he was cut. Um, obviously, after his controversial social media post after the grand final saying, you know, you can slander my name, but I'm still a champion. But you're also, you know, a, uh, a criminal in the eyes of the law. Um, but coming out of this a little bit more, uh, Cleary is getting a lot of flack for supporting his mate. But I don't know. I don't know about you, but I mean, he's just supporting his boy. Like, I don't think it, I don't think it's anything like to do with like on the field or anything like that. I really don't think that this is clearly coming out saying, "Oh yeah, like I completely understand what you did and why you did it," kind of thing. Because that would be uh, f to the arc. But yeah, he's just supporting his boy. Like, why are we getting on Cleary's chin? I think Tyrone May one's a hard one because I mean, yeah. neither of us are. Uh, um, what the word? What's the word? I'm we're no, not like endorsing, yeah, we're, yeah, but we're also not endorsing what he yeah, did. Yeah, no, at all. not we're at all. Not, not at all. all. What he did was fucking gross, and yeah, he got caught for it. And you know what? I'm, and rightfully did, he, fired. He, he shouldn't he, be in the rightfully, league. But I mean, if you're going to say that, then all the guys that got charged shouldn't be in the league. And if that's the opinion you have, that's fine. I'm absolutely yep. fine with that. Yep. But it can't be a double standard of he gets off, he goes because he does this, but this person stays because they did that. And he did, he got charged. He did have a punishment. He sat out time. Um, I think his ACL injury probably hurt him more than, than the timeout. But mm. you know what I mean? Like, and I think to me, the problem is not the, is the, the no remorse. 
Yeah. That's what yeah. I that's what I read it. Like and I remember seeing the photo fo- seeing the post and I was just like, fuck me. Like yeah. what is doing here? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And and the thing was the post had a lot of likes from a lot of players that you know were on Penrith, weren't on Penrith. Like mm. it's I think it's more of or more of just a culture thing. Yeah, um, I think I think than- what he was trying to do was like obviously steer the narrative back in his favor. But, but just don't. The, the narrative's fucked, mate. Just don't. Like, just, just don't. Yeah. Just people, not I that people he, had forgotten about it because you can't forget something like that, but people had kind of brushed it to the side. Like, you don't need to bring that up. Like, just, mm. hey, happy for the boys. We it, was a weird, it was a weird thing to do. It was a weird thing yeah, to do. 100%. And it was like, and that was the thing where it was like, if if he had been, say, say it had been a crime that he'd been, you know, charged with and gotten off and found not guilty, then mm. you know what? Maybe there's maybe there's something to it saying, you know what? I told you I never did this, rah, rah, rah. But mm. bro, you got done. You got, yeah, you exactly. got done. Like, man, just read the room, bro. And I think I, I want to say if he could go back in time, he probably wouldn't post it. But I mean, he probably fucking would because yeah. I don't know. And I mean, clearly coming out in support, I think. <sighs> That's got to be more for his boy than for the situation. I think they're like, and they're more than just mates as well. Like, Mm, like mm. those boys have been around each other since they were kids. They they live together. They do everything together. Like, Mm. just it's easy. And you got to remember, they're only young. Mm, Yeah, like like twenty three. Yeah, yeah. They might be a year or two older, but like they're just kids. They they're. You do stuff do like that shit. when you're kids. Yeah. You, you know, you don't... don't you, think cla- about you clap at the media when you can, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you try and show you together and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's a lot going on behind closed doors anyway with other players. And obviously Tyrone's brother Taylor's come out and um, thrown his support behind his brother, as yeah. you do. Um, but, yeah, I mm. don't know, man. I... <sighs> Anyway, with I the man, pro- be- with the man being cut, I think he's going to Super League. Like, I no think he'll probably find, find his way in an NRL team. I think he'll find his way in an NRL team. I think, and I think he'll find his way in an NRL roster. Yeah, I do. I do. I really well, do. I, I think he'll have to do a stint over in the Super League for all this to calm down. I think he, he I think he will end up in the Super League in the near future. Mm-hmm. But I think he will. I think still like I know obviously we can travel now and COVID's not as bad, but I think players still probably they'd rather take that little bit less money and maybe stay. Mm. And I think he would probably do something similar. I don't know who would sign him, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but who knows? Maybe there's injuries in the future. And it looks like Penrith have a replacement in their sights in mm. uh Newcastle's Tex Hoy. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about the old sex toy strapping on the 14, <laughs> but you know. We'll see how we go. The the big say strap in or strap on. The big stiffy boys were chatting about the nights. So Tex Hoy wasn't getting too much of a rap, so not feeling too good. Nah, not feeling too good. Well, good segue. I love what you've done there. The nights. Uh, apparently, Brooks I'm, of I'm the a Knights professional. Is uh, <laughs> Brooks of the Knights is all but done. However, Timmy Shane's has come out and said, no, no, no. Uh, Brooks is. Uh, a part of the Tigers' future plans, and he will be seeing out his contract, which ends in 2023. Um, thoughts on the Western Australia Tigers and the Nui Nui Knights? And well, I mean, I, I do not believe that statement at all. The Tigers could tell me my ass is white, and I'd still want to check it. Like, I I don't believe that for a second. Jack, Jack confirm his ass is white. My yeah, eyes have been yeah, burnt he can, before. he can confirm. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jackson Hastings has touched down into Oz, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. And he's about to about to report pre-seasons for the boys about to start. Mm-hmm. Adam Dewey, you know, seven to if it's a seven-month recovery, 
It's mm. kind of early in the season, like around six-ish, I think it was. If it's mm. a nine-month, that pushes it around to mid-year if there's any complications. Um, but, I mean, I still think they'd rather run a Jock Madden and, you know, Austin uh, – not Austin – Austin, um, Jackson Hastings yeah. halves until Dewey comes back. And I think he probably will end up at the Knights. I mean, yeah, that's but you gotta you gotta remember like what we think the Tigers will do and what the Tigers will actually do are two, yeah, two fucking different totally different things, things yeah. bro. Like yeah. uh, you know, we we are fans of the game. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm a sicko, you're probably more of a sicko. So you would have more of an insight as to how teams should prepare and do all this stuff. Uh, but even I know the, the Tigers are not gonna fucking do that. No. No way. They will no go way. the road less travelled and it's less travelled for a reason. Yeah, exactly. They're but, the other um, fucking travel it. I mean, we, we talked about it on the last pod, so I'm not going to talk about it here again because you can just go listen to the last pod, everybody. Yeah, that which was I, a banger. Which I do not think Brooks to the Knights is a good fit. Um, no. I think it's weird. I think you got a guy like Clune who could strap into seven. You got a guy like Clifford to play seven. It's just very strange. I think there's mm. other bits in that roster, particularly an outside strike back, mm-hmm. that you probably need to that you need to address. But I mean, hey, the Knights are going to do what the Knights do. Man, they're yeah. going to suck when Ponga leaves. Yeah, yeah. When he, <laughs> when he starts playing for the Dolphins. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Steve Nash. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this interview. This is yeah, funny. Oh, man. The, the reporter, uh, Chris Paul passed you for third in assists. Ah, God damn it. Like, he just did not give a fuck. <laughs> Could not care less. Like, yeah. he just... That's, that sums up Steve Nash, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Uh, he was then quoted as saying, Chris is one of the best point guards uh, we've ever had, uh, which, you know, I agree with. The, the dude's nickname is the point god. Would you say uh, he's top five all time? Yeah, 100. Yeah. Top three all time? Uh, this is where we get dicey and spicy, baby. For me, yes. Who is above him? Uh, Magic Johnson is above mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think that's it. Okay. He he would be my number two. That is pretty similar to what I have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of the other guys are just heritage guys. I mean, you got Isaiah Thomas. He's a, I mean, he was a great point guard, but at the same time, I just don't think he had the impact or has the impact on the game. And I mean, we're playing in a social media era, right? So we're gonna have, we're gonna be saturated with it more and more, right? Um, you've also got a guy like John Stockton, but little white dude in Utah that, uh, and and his steals is unattainable. No one will ever eclipse John Stockton's steals. I mean, his okay. assists as well. And his assist as well. Like, no one will ever... I don't think anyone will ever eclipse those. However, I don't think... I Yeah, I don't think he was. he's as influential to the game as Chris Paul. I think that you could... You tell the first 10 chapters of the story of the NBA and Chris Paul has to be mentioned, whereas John Stockton is mentioned in the last 10 chapters. You know what I mean? What about Steph Curry? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I wasn't thinking of Steph. It would have to be a two A and two B for me. They would be they would be level only because Chris Chris does what Steph does less of, and Steph does what Chris does less of. Right? Yeah, if you put them together, it'd be the perfect point guard. Oh, it? holy shit! Magic Johnson is out of a job, right? Uh, as the all time point guard, if you put them together, um, I mean, they would need a little bit more height still. But you know, you've got to you're blurring the lines a little bit, right? Like it. By the letter of the law, and I know that he's a point guard, but by the letter of the law, I would say Steph is a shooting guard. Like if you're getting into 
Like, look at the semantics. scoring. Yeah, if you're if you're 100, if you're getting into semantics, then you could argue for sure that Steph is a shooting guard. Whereas Chris Paul is an out and out point guard, right? Mm-hmm. But you could also argue then that uh, Magic spent a year at center, so you could argue that Magic's a center. You know what I mean? Like he's fucking six ten. Um, but yeah, it, it would have to be. But you know, before I get on a tangent, it would have to be two A and two B, only because yeah, again, Chris, uh, sorry, Steph Curry has changed the changed the game. He's you know, he's in the goat conversation for a lot of this younger class right yeah. the next 15 years he, his name is going to crop up with lebron and kobe and and michael you know what i mean and Giannis and and all and kd you know what i mean like it's yeah i agree i i, I agree with you i think magic's number one outright um i actually have stockton probably a number two mm. i just think what i think when you look at it of like what he did i think i know it's kind of like a chicken and an egg argument between malone and stockton Mm. Uh, but I think for sure Stockton is the chicken. Uh, is the what's better? You reckon? Actually, just side note, would you rather be the chicken or the egg? Uh, I'd rather be the chicken. I okay, want cre- I want to create the egg. Yeah, but the egg creates the chicken. <laughs> so no, 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 no. I want to be. I want to be responsible for whatever comes after me. You okay. know what I mean? So whichever one you'd prefer, personal preference. We're not here to judge. <laughs> Um, I think whatever be- better one it is, is what Stockton is compared to Malone. I think Stockton makes Malone more than Malone makes Stockton. Mm. I think when you look at a relationship between a big man and a guy that gets the ball to the big man, the guy getting the ball to him is much more important than it is. I than- refute that with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson. Yeah, I mean, well, that's Kareem. You know, he's one of like you're saying the guards, you know, make forwards right now. You know, I said in this specific example. Okay, but I'm make... just I'm I'm refuting. The people love when we when we bicker uh, like an old married couple. <laughs> All right, so does that mean you think Kareem's number one center then? Oh, I think he has to be, but I didn't really? see like I didn't see Magic live, but Magic yeah, is like. And you anyway, I, I think I think, I think, Stock, footage, I think right? Stockton made Malone basically. Yeah, I think okay. you see times I, where it was on Malone that Malone. I agree with that, but I don't think Malone was anything special. So nah, neither do I particularly, but I think I nah. think that just lends more to how influential Stockton was to getting the Jazz to those finals yeah. and to being yeah. such a powerhouse in the West to actually challenge Michael. I agree. I agree. I completely agree with you there. Uh, moving on. Uh, ben Simmons is still not yet mentally ready to play and is continuing to seek professional help that Shams Sharanya reported. Uh, Daryl Morey has reached out to see how he's going, um, but he doesn't want to talk to Daryl. Uh, disregard my oven in the background. I'm sorry for the beeping. Um, what do you, what do you make of this Ben Simmons? It's tricky, man. Like you can't, if, if he's really crying mental health, you can't like... I think you have to. I think you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. I got some people yeah. in my life that are very critical of Ben Simmons. Um, and uh, is I've, their name I've, also Ben? No. no oh, no. okay. Um, and I've known to known to kind of agree with them on a few things, but I think you got to give him the benefit of the doubt of the mental illness. Yeah. Because that's what you got to do, right? Like, there's no point going on the aggressive against it. You give him the mm. benefit of the doubt, and if it turns out that it's not true, then then to, to me, on. it's true. To me, yeah, to I, me I choose to believe well. him because, I mean, that's that's what it is, right? Like, like it is extremely believable that the guy would be going through some shit right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 100%. It really would be. And, I mean, if that's what it is and that's the help he needs. And the, I kind of think this has been – obviously, it hasn't been handled amazingly, but it could have no. been a lot worse than what it is right now. 
Like, I feel like it's really simmered down to a point right now where they, where they are going to trade him eventually. He's going to end the team on another, sorry, he's going to end the year on another team. Um, whereas if, if he hadn't used the mental health, I'm not going to say use the mental health, but if he hadn't been going through this mental health stuff right now and kind of mm. been a little bit more out of the media, a little bit more mm. secluded, I think yep. this is kind of helping the situation not escalate too much, but yeah. 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 I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I just think I think it's a lot like uh, uh, well not a lot but I think it's a bit like the Kevin Love stuff last year. Kevin Love was obviously struggling with coaching and and young guys on the team trying to take over more or less and and that really rocked with his head because he was in that period in his life where he was going from being the number one or number two guy to like four or five. Mm. You know what I mean? And that really rocked with his head. Um, obviously, we've seen mental health rock. Some uh, some NBA stars like Isaiah Thomas, he hasn't been right since his sister passed away tragically uh, in the car accident, you know. Um, I don't know what was going on with DeMar DeRozan in, in San Antonio, but that should have been a team that he thrived with. But he obviously was shook after everything that happened with Toronto. You know what I mean? So He's also playing with guys who aren't that good. So yeah, yeah, but but he he wasn't himself. And, and yeah. we'll, get to, we'll get to DeMar later because, like, Fuck me, man. You hit the nail on the head with a guy that's going to have a surprising season. But um, I do what I do. It, it was a stab in the dark. You shut the fuck up. Oh, um, man, hit bullseye. It was stab um, in the dark. Fuck me. I'm done. Take me out. <laughs> it was. Um, no, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. You have to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I hope he um, gets the help that he needs. I, really I just want to, just a side note. I just want to see Ben play again. If I'm being yeah. honest, as much as I don't like some of the stuff he's done, um, and I'm not a fan of of the way he's acted in situations, he's still a person. He's still yeah. a guy who has, you know, he's he's still a guy who obviously loves basketball, mm. um, or is it, or is at least has a deep affection and connection to basketball, like lots of us. Um, and I want to see guys enjoying life, right? Like I don't want to see them all, mm. all sad and going through a hard time. I want to see them on the Sacramento Kings playing, balling, you know, um, Sacramento doing Kings, well, yeah. man. Like, yeah, the last thing I want to see is like another Larry Sanders situation I just don't want to where see, like I just you just don't, get yeah. phased out of the league. I just don't because... want to see it wasted. And and it's kind of selfish in a way for Australian basketball that we're really paving the way here. And I know, you know, he's Australian basketball in, in massive quotes. Mm. Um, but having him doing well in the league, the young rookie, Josh Giddy doing mm. well, all the boys who are on the Olympic Patty team. Mills. Yeah, man. Like, like all Uncle those, Mills. Have, having everyone playing well, bro. Like that would mm. be unreal. And I just, I just want to see Ben get good. Mm. Yeah. No, you and me both. You and me both. All right. Well, let's, let's pick it up a bit. All right. Let's shake all the sadness out, boy, because uh, I'm going to give you a couple of teams that, that I kind of love. Like it's just two weeks in. And you know what? We're probably going to do this every week. It's just X amount of weeks in. So just fucking come along for the ride. It's just the conference okay. finals, but I think this team's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's our spoiler alert. But that's that, yeah, spoiler alert. Finals, um, but yeah, it's just two weeks in, but like, fuck, I love these teams. And I love these scenarios, right? The Knicks are great. Like the mm-hmm. Knicks are mm-hmm. fucking... Oh, when New York basketball is popping, the league is good. <laughs> Another thing that I love, and we're going to touch on all of these briefly, but I'm just going to run through them first. Boston suck. <laughs> I love that. I love the it Boston It is always sucks. a fuck Boston world, isn't it? Fuck Boston. Charlotte shout is out, fun. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte is fun. Charlotte was fun last year, but Charlotte is fun and winning. This they're year. good. They're, they're yeah, fun and they're, they're good. Actually good. Yeah. And um, to touch on this uh, 90s theme that we've got going on, uh, is Michael back in Chicago? 
bro. I didn't even uh, pick up on this 90s thing. This is dope. They're, they're uh, six and two, six. man. They're, they're good. There's another there's another shooting guard, double-digit shooting guard that is absolutely lighting it up in Chicago, and that is DeMar DeRozan. Holy fuck. Uh, but of all of these, what is... <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite, my friend? Well, I've actually come up with a really articulate response to this. You'll be impressed. I was in the lab doing research, crunching numbers, looking at scenarios. I'm ready. ready. Bing bong. The Knicks are good, baby. <laughs> the Knicks are good. <laughs> the right. Knicks are great, the Knicks baby. Are great. And the fun to watch. And I, I was... Um... Hold on. Let me, do, let me try and do my impression. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, that was a good one actually yeah thanks appreciate that uh right like i the knicks man you touched on it before when new york when new york basketball is good basketball is good man yeah 100. and i think and i think that goes for all sports when you know in the hockey the islanders and the rangers are good hockey's good when yeah. the yankees and the mets are good baseball's good when the jets yeah. and the giants well, they're never good so yeah <laughs> Ignore that, but when the when the Knicks are good, basketball is good, man. There's yeah. New York is just crazy out there, and obviously we're referencing that side talk video from opening night. Yeah, <laughs> that is just unbelievable scenes, mate. When the and then they've got such fun players, guys yeah. like Kobe Toppin, um, Mitch Robinson. Your pick for deep boy, having a good year, brother. Yeah, he's having a fucking good year, yeah. Right. Um, um, obviously Julius, Julius Randall, mate, he's he's, Randall he's taking a step back, handle, but he's baby. fucking he's balling still. Yeah, D Rose out there. Oh my man, and then cardiac. He's coming up, coming up big when they need him to. In, and also back the, in the garden, the, the French man. Yeah, the, the French man, Evan Fournier. Yes, the French prince. Yeah, he's yes, uh, um, he's killing it as well, mate. It's just a team of committee. It's just a team of guys that want to win and want to have fun. And I was listening mm. to a, I was listening to a hot take today that they should strike while the iron's hot and kind of flip these guys for some superstars, bring some stars back to New York. Mm, I don't know if they'll do that. They've been do criticized not, do- <laughs> in the past for trying to do that. Uh, and I just don't think that like who's who's available. No, to I do agree. That? I agree. I think maybe if a star comes up, if a guy like Brad Beal or Dame Lillard comes up, but I mean, having these guys play so well makes it kind of attractive to a team like Portland, mm. right? Yeah. If Dame wants to end up going, there's no bigger market than New York. And if, if everyone's vibing New York, New York's going well, the garden's rocking. Like, I mean, I don't know what you could flip to Portland to convince them of that, but it might be like an RJ Barrett or an Obi Toppin as well in there, a couple of picks. Like you could yeah, definitely bro, all those make, guys we just mentioned. We only make, just mentioned RJ. Like what Yeah, you, you could definitely make that work, man. And I think just New York playing well is unreal. Cardiac um cardiac Kemba back in the garden too. Yeah, it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. They did his mum dirty but when they showed uh, on the first on the no, first was, one. I didn't see was oh, they showed uh him obviously winning with uh, the Huskies mm-hmm. and then uh and she was in the crowd in his jersey and then they showed her again and uh she'd been liking the rich life. I'll be uh, I'll I'll put that on. Ooh, she's got a, she she been a good wonder, pasture, has she? Yeah, I I wonder how many cameras were on her. They said the camera adds 10 pounds. Uh I think there might have been a few cameras on her. Live your life, woman. Do what you got to do, Try but they, they did her dirty because they didn't have anyone around her and it was just it was all kinds of Brian, this is rough. who's straight out here bullying Kemba's mum come on <laughs> get shit together talk about mental health so, bully don't bully no, I'm not bullying um, you, I, you and Sterling I never just... used I never used the, the F word that I wanted to use but she yeah live your you life in the T word dick that's the word you're looking yeah. for it's thick <laughs> That's all it is. Stick. Anyway, um, yeah. Look, my my favorite thing is it's got to be it's got to be Chicago. Like we, as 
as young men, we have not seen an interesting Chicago Bulls team since maybe uh, 2011. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you put that caveat in next. Yeah, no, I'm getting there. Relax for it. Relax. But since like, so like 2011, in our, you know, near 30 years of life, there's been one interesting Chicago team, right, that, that we can recollect only because we were babies and couldn't watch Michael. You know what I mean? So um, That 11 team was good, though. Fuck, that it was fun. Was yeah, that prime, prime Joe Keem, Carlos Boozer punching refs in the dick. Like, Luol Dang uh, playing fucking 100 minutes a night. Yeah, Luol Dang. And then obviously, like, the the young MVP. Ooh. Ooh. Pre-knees? Stop it. Mm. Did you... Speaking of the pre-knees, did you... Fuck. Speak of reading the room. Did you, <laughs> did you see Joe Kim Noah's comment on the night um, Derek like Rose his knee? Oh, no? <laughs> what did he say? We compared it to another event. Do you want to know what event that Joakim Noah compared? Please, Rose doing please don't have it involve the World Trade Center. Joakim Noah did, in fact, compare. Oh, he no. had the same feeling as 9 11. Holy shit. <laughs> what? How do you. Oh my God. Bro, like, I know it's been, what, 20 years? Wow. Well. Brother. Oh, I. Oh. I, I, I there's there's a few times you you read a quote and most will probably take it out of context but i don't i didn't read the full quote for this because i've read more than enough but there were a few quotes that you want to be in the room when it's said for the first time yeah and like I, it's rare when there's a sentence that it's you're like that's the first time that sentence has ever been said in human history like there's yeah. no way yeah, 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 someone's yeah, yeah. life has happened and they, they have said this sentence. Yeah, like this yeah. is the first time someone has compared an ACL tear to 9-11. And yeah. I'll be willing to bet a lot of money that yeah. it was, mate. This it's kind of like when any, where, like if it was, if it ever happened and it won't, but anytime anyone says you're good at sex, like that, you know that that's never been uttered in the world. <laughs> That's directly to you, by the way. Okay, sure. Fucking dog. But uh, man, the 9 11. Yeah, that's tough. Was a little bit of red hot from Joe Kim, bro. I mean, yeah, I don't even Yeah, know. that's tough. How do you. Know. Wow. Right. All right, let's let's push on from that. Like, fucking hell. I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. Um, I've got a couple of teams here, East and West. Um, we're going to kick off with the East first. I'm just, I just want to ask you, uh, like, have this in the back of your mind. Are these teams real? Like, are we going to be seeing these teams at the end of the year, right? You're the Miami Heat. They're six and one. They're topping the Eastern Conference. Am I answering when you say the team or at the very, very end? Uh, no, let's do it at the very, very end. Um, so the Miami Heat, they're six and one. They're at the top of the conference. The Raptors, they're in the top four. They're six and three. And then rounding out the top eight, we've got the Cavs at five and four and the Wizards at five and three. Uh, are these teams real? And, and if so, who's real and who's not real? I think the Heat are real. Yeah, the Heat. Are- the Heat are real, and I mean the thing about the Heat is I knew they were going to be good defensively. Mm. I didn't think they were going to be this good offensively. And Tyler Hero, my God, go off, son. Yeah, go off. The Do boy you think- is cooking. Yeah, come back here in his third year. Yeah, but man, like I mean, they're just they're just grinding out on defense. They're scoring at will on offense. They're so versatile. They've got that big lineup with Bam. They can mm. shift and go small with Tucker at um at the five. Man, they look mm. good. I was worried. I think I mentioned it um, before that I thought they were going to maybe struggle in the regular season mm. just due to age. I thought guys might rest and, you know, Lowry pick up a 
pick up an injury a few weeks. Um, Bam's gone for a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like, I thought Hero yeah. might take a while to get sorted. But, man, if they come out firing like this, bro, we, we could really see them in the finals this year again. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Just take a year off and then push on. Um, well, you talk he, about... You talk about their point differential, 16.7. They're plus 16.7. That's first in the league, and they are mostly holding their opponents under 100 points. I think the Raptors are the only team that in the first seven games that have scored more than 100 points on them. Mm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's that's fucked. Inside, and I think the Raptors might actually be real too. I wasn't sure, man. I, d- I didn't have high hopes on Scotty Barnes or the Raptors, but he's looked good. Mm. Yeah. Giving him over Suggs, man. I did say... Got to listen to Majai. He knows what he's doing. Mm, yeah. And um, picking up him, Siakam hasn't been part of it. Who, you know, is their quote unquote he's best all-star. player. They're all star. Yeah. Like, he's not even there. I think they could definitely be legit in the East. I think yeah. the other two are less so. Man, how the fuck have the Wizards won five games? Yeah, bro. I thought they'd win five games all year. Yeah. What yeah, you and me both. Doing, man? I mean, we, we were laughing gotta, all season. I think you just got to back the fact that, like, you turned one really good basketball player in Russell Westbrook into, like, four competent guys. Like when was the last time you looked at a Wizards roster and saw like seven competent guys on their fucking roster? I guess and, and you look at some of the teams that have played like they played the Pellies, they've played the Magic, but they've they've played some decent teams in the Grizzlies and the Bucks and the Cavs are kind of at their level, if not above. Um I mean the the Wizards man, yeah, I guess I guess a couple of competent guys is what it takes some nights and, and Brad Beal doing Brad Beal things and it might be enough to keep him. Mm, mm. Well, you touch on you touch on those teams, and yeah. So their next their next five coming up, uh, you've got uh, Grizz, Bucks, Cavs, Magic, and Pellies. Um, that you know they win. I didn't think they were going to beat the Celtics a second time, but mm. they did. So, but I mean, Boston's just Boston's fucked. Um, but yeah, yeah that, I mean, the, the, what the Wizards have got going for them is like they can rebound, uh, they can force me shots, and. Uh, they hold on to the ball really, really well. They're tied second for turnovers. They're only average just just over thirteen turnovers a game. So that's they just keep it simple, man. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, and Kuzma, he's he's just playing his role. Like well, the other day, a- he had seventeen and seventeen. Well, he almost the- had a fucking twenty twenty. Well, that's the thing about Kuzma, right? Like everyone kind of said, "Oh, he plays in LA. If he didn't play in in LA, no one would give a fuck," which is true. Like yeah. if he didn't play in LA, you know, no one would really know Kyle Kuzma. But yeah. I think if he had played in if he'd been drafted to Washington and done this for a few years, you know, he gets the, oh man, he's so underrated. If he's on a good team, he's this. This, this might be great for his development. Yeah. It's, it's, might a, be real, it's a real Brandon his, Ingram yeah, situation. Yeah. This could be great for his development. He kind of gets to play his role. There's a lot less pressure here. If they suck, no one cares. Mm, mm. Like if they go, if they lose every game for the rest of the year, I mean, people, Wizards fans would care, but no one else would really care. Yeah. But uh, no one cares about those six people in the entire world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So they almost have more wins than they do fans. Yeah. Um, but I know it's, yeah, man, it's, it, it's, it's cool to see. I don't think it'll maintain. I think towards the end of the season where teams start to tune up, mm. they'll start to get blown out a little bit. And then their next couple of games are pretty tough, but mm-hmm. I reckon they can win at least two of them. Go two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Two and three or three and two, I think. Um I think the Grizzlies have been a little bit hot and cold, but they, I mean, we're going to, I think the Bucks have as well, to the, be honest with, with you. With the West, but yeah, the Bucks have been a little bit hot and cold. I thought that they, you see Giannis's post game interview the other day. 
It was <laughs> when they beat the Pistons, he was like, Whoo, we won a game. Finally. <laughs> I thought we were tanking for the number one pick. <laughs> um, I saw him have like fucking 27 in 27 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah like man. 27, He's... 10, and 12, bro. That dude, I think they call him I, the Greek freak for a fucking I, reason. I'm glad that they won the chip and did all their things because now Bud can chill out. Yeah. Bud's not like, that anymore. Well, he can chill out and he's like, the regular season really doesn't matter anymore. Mm, like, yeah. you know, you've got Giannis and the guy get Drew and Chris healthy. And I mean, they can kind of get their way in. They, they can kind of flip the switch towards the mm. end of the year and come into the playoffs. And That's I, a real like LeBron. Yeah. Got a top I think five that, player kind I think, of mentality. I think they're going to start to transition that way with Giannis where they're like, look, we have Giannis who at worst is the second best guy on the court at any time. Right. And that's yeah. only if Durant's like against him. Right. Mm. They just at worst, he's the second best guy on the court. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you, you could argue best player, but you know, yeah. like I think they're just going to trust that. And they got guys they know can win. They're guys who have won it. Um, I think they, they're going to, they're probably not going to have a high as year as everyone wants, but I think mm. they're going to, they, they're going to really cash in their chips in the playoffs. Yeah. hundred, hundred. All right. Well, let's push on to the West. Um, so same again. Are these teams in the rest in the West? Are they real? You got the Warriors who are six and one. Uh, the Mavs who are sneakily five and three. I wasn't really expecting that. The Grizzlies also who are five and three, and the Kings sitting at even five hundred. They're four and four. Uh, who of these teams are, are real in the West? Do you think? I mean, this is a pretty easy one. I think the Warriors are real. And I mean, yeah. I had Steph Curry picked as an MVP. I didn't expect him to be this good. I expected yeah. him to be good. I think all the writing was on the wall where it was like, sometimes these teams that are really, really, sometimes these players and teams that are really, really good, they just need a year off. And yeah. they can't sit out the year. They just have a down year. It happens, right? Mm. Like LeBron kind of managed to skate by that. By... Hold on. Are you saying that Steph Curry had a down year last year? I'm saying the Warriors had a down year. Okay. All right. I was going to say um, Steph Curry had a fucking I think, year I think a guy like LeBron managed to get away from that by changing teams every four years. That's kind yeah. of, that is kind of like the life cycle of a team, isn't it? You can retool. You kind mm. of have to retool after that amount of time. Yeah. I think they got to that point where they were just throwing, they're just throwing duct tape on the Titanic, man. They were just like yeah. trying to patch up holes. Uh, they were like scooping water from there to put water there. Like yeah, I think they yeah, just yeah. needed to kind of hit reset a little bit without and the clay injury happened. There was no expectations. Have a couple yeah. of young guys, Wiseman, Kaminga, and what's the other rookie's name? Um, uh, Moses Moody. Moses Moody. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, they got some young guys and I still think they're a move away, man. Even though they're going to be good. I still think they're going to consolidate that into another star. Yeah, hundred percent. They're uh, they're fantastic. I mean, as you said, Steph is uh, Steph. Steph. I mean, he's averaging. I mean, he's on par to sit around where he sat last year, uh, percentage wise and and stat wise. But he's you know he's rebounding more and he's assisting more, uh, and he's he's playing way more defense. So uh, I think he's slept on uh, for being six two one eighty five. I think and- I think MVP's looking good, bro. Yeah, I think it's looking good too. Um, they're they're third in point differential as well, and I mean, surprise, surprise, they're top five in all three point categories. They're first in makes, third in attempts, and fourth in percentage. Like that's to be that high in makes and attempts, and, and that high in percentage. Like that's disgusting. And Clay's not playing. And Clay's not even playing. Clay's exactly. not playing. Exactly. Jordan Poole um, went off for like thirty today. He had a fucking killer game as well. I, um, shout out to. Uh, uh, just small shout out to the Kings. Uh, I'm I'm happy that they're 500 and competitive. Uh, their point differential is only uh, minus 1.3, so they're in a lot of very close games, and it comes down to one possession, right? Harrison Barnes has been fantastic this year, but dude's been balling. A big one for me is is the Grizzlies. 
They've just had back-to-back wins against the Denver Nuggets, who are Jamal Murray-less, and Michael Porter Jr. looks like a piece of shit out They're there. Basically, Michael Porter Jr.-less. Yeah, point. basically. Um, but fuck me, Jamal Murray is a good basketball player. Holy shit! I, <laughs> My only worry I, with Jar is how does how does his body survive this? Bro, I want to change our Instagram oh. from Fifth and Dribble to Jamal Murray highlights. <laughs> like honestly, I could just post highlights of Jar fucker all day. I, I actually like you I run the socials. To, go for it. I have to refrain. Okay, like it's it's nah, you, you got the green light. It's, you got the green light. It's so good to see. Like he's he's an absolute freak. Like if he's not the most improved player this year, uh, this far into the season. I mean, it's only like eight games in or whatever. That was a but, good shout by uh by Sealy too. Yeah, Sealy had a good one there. But holy shit, like that's it, he's just so good. He's so so good. Um, yeah, and, and they're they're. Doing really well, like on a on a percentage basis as well. Like they're they're sixth for for made field goals and third for made three pointers. You know, like they're they're scoring in absolute they've been in some bunches. close games too. Yeah, they've been yeah they have been in some close games. So I really like their next five. They've got the Wizards, the Timberwolves, the Hornets, the Suns, the Pelicans. They can win all five of those easy. Mm. Mm. I think so too. Easy. I mean, but the only thing is, is they're a little bit wish washy. Like, yeah, I think I think realistically, we'll probably see them at like nine and four or, or eight and eight and five. But there's no reason that you know in two weeks when we're when we're doing another pod, it's only been four not, weeks, but they're not ten and three. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. I mean, they are they are a little bit like that. And I think that's just the case of having having such a young guy as your main guy. They just need someone to step up and be his number two. And be a really solid number two. And I mean, Jar is just so fun to watch. Everything he does is fun. Mm. Like, he's just unbelievable. He's probably going to be. And they're doing all, all of this without, without Dylan Brooks. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I think like Dylan Brooks is going to come back. isn't out there. Yeah. And I think, I think this team is really fun. I think they're going to, I think they're going to have a hard time towards the end of the season. I think these young teams are doing well to get out of the gate now. Mm. Stack up those wins, build that confidence, get that momentum going. I think it always tunes up a little bit towards the end of the year. Mm. I heard um, a statistic uh, not long ago. It was when the when the Lakers started off cold that um, teams that were under 500 in their first 10 games didn't haven't made it to the conference finals historically in like the last 30 years or something. Like I have to fact check it. Yeah, but no, it's, but I, it's something I, ridiculous like yeah, that. I so mean, hot starts for these young teams, like it, it's promising, right? I think jumping off to a hot start is so important. Mm. Winning cue is all right. Like yeah. that covers up a lot of holes when you start winning. And when you start win and when you start winning first and then you start losing, you still know you can win, or at least think yeah. you can. Because you remember yeah. that time when you were winning, right? Yeah. You were like, oh, we're actually like pretty good. We'll just go back to doing what we we're doing. Mm. Whereas if you start off losing and, and you kind of build gradually to a win, it kind it does kind of keep you a bit hungry in the fact like we were losing before. That could actually could happen again. Let's keep mm. like going. Mm. But I think it's just the mentality of a young team. These young guys. They don't really have a grasp on the 82 season, 82 game season yet, which is a long, it's a slog to watch. I can't imagine yeah. what it's like to play. Yeah. Like these boys, they'll go out, they'll have their fun now. Teams will start to rest them. Um, but man, the Grizzlies are fun. They're just a bit wish washy. I just, yeah, I agree. I think they're pretty good. I don't know how real they are. Same mm. with the Mavs, too. Like, how do those five and three? Everything I hear about the Mavs. Uh, Luka Doncic. I know, but everything That's I hear how. about the Mavs is like, oh my God, alarm bells ringing. Pazingas needs to be deported. They need to find <laughs> someone to help him. Pazingas like, needs to be deported. Bro, like, bro, all this, all this like red flag, mayday, mayday Ooh. Mavs games. And they're five and three and they have a top five player in the league. Well, Jay Skates of No Dumps uh, put out something the other day that he reckons Maxi Kleber 
is a better player than Christoph's Porzingis. And you know, you know what? what? I agree uh, with you. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, <laughs> he's always a man of good taste. I, I he's actually, a man of good taste. I unironically think that's if it's not true, it's probably not far off true. Nah. Um, Especially if Porzingis continues on the decline that he's on and, and Kleber. Kleber's always upticking. Every year he's, attitude, he's getting better. It's the attitude too. The, the mentality, yeah. the attitude. He wants to win. He knows his role, man. He, Kleber knows he's good. He let that shit mm. fly. Get in the pick and pop, pick and roll. Let Luca, you know, feed me them buckets. The thing that worries me about them right now, though, with obviously Pazingas out and Kleber out um, for undetermined periods of time, is that their bigs now are Boban Mojanovic, Moses Brown, and Dwight Powell. Those bigs are not winning you a lot of games. No, I don't care how fucking good Luka Doncic is. Those bigs are I, not winning you a lot of games. I agree. They have a they have a lot of work to do on that roster. Mm. And that's mm. retooling it. I think they're going to go through a few variations of let's just get four defensive guys out there. Let's get four shooters. Let's get a stretch big. Let's get a roll big. I think it's almost going to be like a hockey team. Like let's run offense. Let's run defense. Yeah, switch, switch, switch. And I think year to year the teams are going to look different too because you know what, Luca's only what twenty two. Yeah, he's young. Like, I don't think he really knows what he knows what he likes in a teammate, but I don't think mm. he knows what he needs mm. in a teammate. Like, like <sighs> comparing him to LeBron, I guess comparing him to LeBron because fuck it, why not? Because um, two once in a generational talents, it yeah, makes exactly. sense. Fuck it, go on. Um, like LeBron early on kind of wanted, uh, you know what? Oh, he still always wants a point guard. He's like, I want a point guard. I want a little point guard to run some plays who can hit a three when I kick it back out. And he goes, and I want a mm. big man who can just tear shit up down low. But you know yep. what he needed? He needed another perimeter guy. Yeah. Dwayne Wade. He needed another guy similar, similar to him in that mm. sense of like, yeah, he had Bosch and like he had Ray Allen and stuff like that. But I mean, he needed the ball in his hands. He needed a guy who could kind of do what he did and keep up with him. Mm. He didn't know that he needed it. And a dog defensively. Mm, exactly. Shane Battier. Ooh. Exactly. Like he didn't know yeah. that he needed a guy like Dwayne Wade, right? Like he knew he was good, but I don't think he knew how much he could maximize himself playing next to Dwayne yeah. Wade. And now even pre like post Miami, he still wants a big man and he still wants a guard. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think you need to hit the nail on the head there, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I think, yeah, Luke, Luke is 22, man. Like he's going to figure out what player he's going to be, and he's going to be a fucking good one. All right, so who – now we've done, you know, who's real. Who do we expect more out of? I'm going to give you four teams, and I just want one answer. We've got Boston that are three and five. Fuck Boston. We've got my Clippers who are three and four. We've got the Suns who are three and three, and the Hawks who are four and four. Who do we expect more out of? This answer might surprise you, actually. Expect more at the Suns. Yeah, you and me both. Because, I mean, when, when I look through this list, man, Boston's team didn't excite me. It didn't get me tingly at the start of the year, you know. Like, Tatum and Brown, sure. I'm not sure how well they play together, and I think that's starting to become a real conversation. Mm, Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart yeah. I did like the Dennis Schroeder um, addition. I still stand by that. Um, your boy Josh Richardson catching fucking strays, bro. He's yeah, bro. He's, fine, yeah. fine for his life out there, bro. bro if you want to redact the whole Jason Kidd thing, then I'm redacting yeah, you my comment redact on that. <laughs> Josh Richardson. <laughs> I gave you a chance at the time, brother. Don't worry about that. Um, Al Hort, Big Al's playing well, man. Time yeah, 12, Lord. 12, and 7 today. <sighs> I know. He's playing well, man. He's And Time Lord looks iffy. It just wasn't a team that excited me. Mm. I was like, you have two guys who do very, very similar things. And I think this is a similar thing to what we were just talking about. Well, Luke, you don't know what guys you want to play, right? Like, mm. talk about a star you want to pair next to Luca. Give me fucking Jalen Brown, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, too bad they don't have the assets to go out and get him. Yeah, God damn, a guy like that is who, like, Luca kind of needs the guy where he can just throw it to him for 
for for ten possessions a game, maybe right? Maybe mm. seven yeah. seven possessions a game. You can throw him the ball. Go get a goes, bucket. I'm going to stand in a corner. You yeah. like call me, call me, or he throws in the ball. Goes, I'm going to go hang back on D. You just like go score a bucket, right? That's what yeah. he needs because he can't yeah. be touching the ball all the time. And I mean, that's why Harden looks so good with a guy like Chris Paul because Chris Paul could do that. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I thought I never thought Boston were going to be fantastic. Um, yep. How they've looked three and five is not a bad record for them. How bad they have looked three and five is not a bad. They could be worse. And I mean, those those three wins are not appealing, though. I know, but I mean, well, you looked that up for me because I'm lazy. Thank you. The Clippers, yeah, though, I mean, I thought they would probably be just about five hundred. I still think they'll end up there. I think without mm. why it's hard, right? Like. Yeah, you have your team basically built around a guy, and the guy's not there. Of course, you're going to not be good. Yeah, like you might say, yeah, they've only, they're only missing Kawhi, but yeah, they're missing their best players, so of course. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so on the Boston, on the on the Boston Celtics, uh, on on Boston again, um, their three wins are against the Hornets, the Rockets, and the Magic. All teams you should beat. You know who else you should beat? Uh, so they beat the Magic by. 13 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hornets game was in that overtime where they just took yeah. over and they won by That's 11. Right. Yeah. And the Rockets, they won by 10. Yeah, that Hornets game could have gone the other way too. Yeah, it's the losses that stress me, right? Like they lost to the Raptors early in the season when the Raptors didn't know who they were, 115 to 83. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Wizards twice on back-to-back nights, 116-107 and then 115-112. Again, probably could have gone either way. And the Bulls, they gave up that 39-11 to run in the fourth quarter and just shat the bed. And, and that's when Marcus Smart came out. The East is frisky too this year. Yeah. You can't rest on your laurels with this team. And, I mean, their division is actually kind of pretty rough. Yeah. You've got the Nets, you've got the Knicks, and you've got the Raptors. And Philly. Yeah, six and two as yeah, well. Philly as well. True. Yeah, they are six yeah. and two. They've they've kind of impressed me without Simmons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like that that is a rough. They might lose that division. Yeah, that's tough. They that's might tough like they sure. honestly like they're probably the worst team in that division. Yeah. Anyway, I cut off your your stream um, thoughts to the Clippers. No, nah, Clippers. I mean, yeah, I kind of I didn't expect Sosbra. I didn't expect a whole lot from the Clips this year. I expected I, more. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll get there. They're they're an older team. They'll get there. Mm. I think mm. this team is kind of like they know who they are. They'll get there. Paul George is still playing pretty well. Right, he's uh, killing it. He's leading he the league scoring and steals fair. right now. Like, um, I think if you, he's at the MVP had, table. I think if you had Kawhi, you'd probably be a lot closer to. Right, if we had Kawhi, if we had Serge, if we had yeah, I think Morris. if you had your, I, I think if you had your full team, you'd be all right. This was always going to be a down year. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and the Hawks, I mean, I, I was never super high on the Hawks. They impressed me last year, how deep they got. I just want to see it for more than a year. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel and that. I mean, I, they're, they're deep, and I think they'll trade a few guys and they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. They, the players they have are too good, but they're a weird team at the moment. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, let's talk colors. Uh, the city jerseys are released for all 30 of the NBA teams. Uh, have you got a favorite, my friend? I was looking at this, you know, and my first thought of this is, nah, man, this is a shit year for the city jerseys. Mm. But the more I look at them, the more I like them. And there's a few that I like. Yep. I yep. mean, I do really like the Bucks one. I'm not going to lie. It's a little purple yeah, on the, the side. Bucks one oh, is sick. That is nice. That gives me like mad Ray Allen vibes. Exactly. That's what I yep. kind of get too. Yep. I mean, besides that, your Los Angeles Clippers look sick. I like when they go that light blue. 
Yeah. It's an underrated blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they touch in on that, like fucking buffalo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. man. Um, I know we both both touched on the New York Bing Bongs. They're um, they they got that that sleek black jersey. That is like you can imagine like um Pat Ewing wearing that and just blocking the shit out of people left and right. I think that's what I like about these jerseys the most. They're like, not only is 90s basketball back in the play of basketball, like it's physical, refs are calling less shit. I'm loving this new, I'm loving the new rules, man. It's Yeah, it's beautiful. But did you see, did you you see see on top of this, all these jerseys and stuff like that, it's it's not only a 90s look on the court, but it's a 90s look on the players too. Yeah. And I mean, that's what they've done. That's what, that's what's nostalgic at the moment. The 90s, look at the age of who's in charge of shit. Like, 90s is nostalgic to them. Mm. Um, but, I mean, did you see the NBA come out and say they're happy with um, how the game's been played at the moment and they don't think yeah. there's been an increase in, like, physicality as in, like, people getting hurt, people doing dumb shit, which, man, it, it looks sick. I mean, there's a few things. I will actually probably zag when everyone's zigging and say there's a few things that they're letting guys get fouled a little bit, but if they keep it the, the normal and they they have the new hard rules of this is not a foul, Yeah. Then it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it, is. it can't be. It can't be rules for I me am, and rules for thee. If they make it the norm, then play ball. I am enjoying. Well, I never don't enjoy watching the NBA, but I definitely find myself less saying, "Bro, that's not a foul." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm actually watching like games. You know, when when it turns into a free throw fest, you just kind of like gross snooze. Just, yeah, you know? bro. Speaking of gross and snooze, I'm looking at these jerseys, man. There are a few. Shockers, bruh. What's yeah, your worst one? What's your worst? We probably have a similar one. I think my worst, my worst one is either OKC or which one's OKC? Bottom left corner. Or oh, I didn't even, bro. It's an all white jersey. Yeah, it's an all white jersey except for the except for the sponsor, bro. That shit was camouflage. That, that camouflage better than the Spurs camo jerseys, bro. Yeah. So okay. So my top three worst are OKC. New Orleans because they didn't even fucking try, mm. and probably Cleveland. I just don't like the old school logo. I don't know what it is. Like I would rather the the ransom note Miami ones than than the. Cleveland I ones. I think the ransom note Miamis are in my top three bad ones. Yep, and then I think give me your top three bads, and then we'll go top three good. Yeah, top three bad, probably Miami ransom. Yep. Um, we've shit on them a lot today, but the Boston ones, bro. I I kind of think if you're the Boston Celtics, bro, you don't get to do this shit. You just keep your jersey. It's yeah. iconic, bro. Like it's just it's it's hard for them to like without it looking like a, a jersey you get from Bali that's a fake, right? Like yeah. it's, it's hard for them to do this. And the seventy five teams like Boston, uh, what is it? Boston, Philly, and probably New York. Sorry, Boston, Boston, New York, and not it's not Philly. It's uh, they're obviously the Warriors now, San Francisco. They're rocking like the other seventy-five jerseys, and mm. they I think they're cooler than the ones that these three teams have put out here, except for New York. Yeah. New York's fucking cold as fuck. But I mean, a, a, another top three bad one. I like this might be controversial. Toronto Raptors, it's shit. It's bad. It's a bit tough. It looks it's- like something Drake would wear. Yeah, not in a good way. And if if I don't know if you've seen it zoomed in because we've only got a, a small graphic here, but the I do my the research, Raptor, of course I have. The Raptor himself is wearing the championship jersey. I actually like that fact. I like it a bit more knowing that. Yeah, right. I okay. actually like that. I actually like that a bit. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So he's a bit so more he's wearing the championship outfit. For... Right, they should have him wearing the championship ring, bro. 
Yeah, true. They should. That, that, that would, would have be been dope as fuck. That would be bad. Um, but, I mean, it's a pretty boring jersey, bro. It's just like what – it's like the old ones, but just not as good. Yeah. I would have preferred they just dropped the old ones again, like a kind of remix of the night. This black and gold thing they're trying to do, look, I get it, but it's just – I don't think it works. Yeah. Too many teams have stuff that's similar. The purple is dope. Yeah, the purple was dope. Bring back the purple. Um, my top three, my top three dislikes. Um, I gotta go with Dallas. I just don't know. Like, mm, mm. I I think I dislike this one more than the fucking neon green cartoon one they did last year, and that was horrendous. That was disgusting. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I'm 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 gonna stick with the OKC, Nola, and and Cleveland. Uh, my three favorites. Uh, the New York ones, um, controversial, but I actually really like the Spurs one. I think I think it's I, I think it's catchy, like it's it's eye catching. Sorry, I think you know what my first thing, instinct is to say it would have looked better black, but I think the white's gonna look better on court. I think that's one I think of those so ones that's gonna look better on court. I do agree with you on that. I think so too, and I think a smoky good one. I just I love the nostalgia that Chicago one. Like it just it just reminds me of them them Michael Cursives. Like I just so, I love yeah, the eighties one where he's wearing oh. the chain just dunking on people. Oh yeah, man, um, I love that shit. But I I do like a lot of these. I do like a lot of these. Shit. I I like way more than I dislike. I mean, it's yeah, you know what? It took, it took me a few flight. days to really get into them, but I like them. Like I mean, mm. my favorite ones are. I do like the New York one, man. Just the black and orange looks sick. I'm yeah. actually a really big fan of the Timberwolves ones. Yeah. I think yeah. the Timberwolves ones are sick and the Nets ones actually as well. They look dope in the game as well. Yeah, for they sure. They played today in them and they looked really cool in them. For um, sure. I mean, ones that are kind of weirder, the Houston ones, I like in theory, right? But that's the opposite of what I think the Spurs are going to be. Well, they look cool in photos, but on people, they look shit. When yeah. they played in the 90s in these, man, they didn't look good. Yeah, I think it just depends on what they're going to do with the shorts. Yeah, I mean, also looking at this, Orlando's a sneaky bad one too. Yeah. What I'm trying to figure out now looking at this graphic, how do they decide who, what number they show? I guess they just choose a player. Like, I guess their marquee on. But, if- but, the, but the Magic, they've got Jimmy and Nelson. Like, no one wears 14 for the Magic right now. No one's good enough to. Like, like to and Houston, Houston's using fucking Jay Sean Tate. Like, who, can you tell me who 33 is in fucking Portland? Not my boy, Larry Nance. Is it Covington? I think it might be Covington. I think it's Covington. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, who chooses? Because then you've got the other obvious ones that are, like, fucking um, number one for Phoenix. I mean, that oh, fucking not even. It's It was Zach Collins. I think they just probably chose numbers they thought would look good. Yeah, maybe. I guess. I don't know. Or maybe if they couldn't choose players. Like, Orlando, who would you have given it to? Like, Mo Bamba? Cole Anthony's going off right now. Yeah. Throw like, 50 on there. Give it to Cole Anthony if you want. Give it to Cole Anthony. Like, like, like you even got Julius Knicks, Randall, like, you got Bam, you got Draymond, like Kelly Oubre Jr. Like it, I love the Charlotte one where they've gone with Kelly Oubre Jr. Only because like he's like, I don't know. I see that. I see that fade and I think him. I just think mm. of him. Mm. Is it the twisty blonde hair? I don't fucking know, but I don't know. I actually don't like the Charlotte ones. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I like the Charlotte. I don't ones. like the Charlotte, Charlotte ones, but yeah, I'm curious how they chose the numbers. Like you are, you are correct. Some of them are, are like some of them are really marquee players, and then others are just like, fuck, why? 
You know what I mean? Like, anyway, yeah. but as an, I think that's too much Jersey talk, too much Jersey talk. Never uh, too much ne- Jersey talk. The next little bit that I've got is uh, what the fuck is happening with these stars? So I'm going to, what, what do you, what do you think of if I say NBA 75, all-time scorers, like who are the two, two main guys that come to mind? All-time scorers. All-time scorers. Guys that you know are going to fill up. Like if 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 I asked you to pick a guy that would go and get that can go and get fifty on any given night, and you had two guys to pick, who would you pick? I mean, one's probably Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Uh, okay, sorry. Current current players. Oh, current players. Current players. Yeah, but current players. Coming NBA up with all this I'm trying to I'm trying to narrow it down for you. Um, current players who could go get fifty. Go get you fifty. I think it's funny because I think I think they're on the same team. On the same team. Go on, hit me. I th- I think it's Durant and it's it's Harden. Really? Yep. Cool. Like so, if I had to bet my life on two guys to go out and go get 50, it'd probably be one of if not both of those guys. Yep. I completely agree with you. James Harden right now is averaging less than 20 points per game. It's seven games in. It's just two weeks, but the dude is averaging less than 20 points per game on less than 40 from the field, less than 40 from, I mean, 38.5 from three is still fucking good at 86 and a half from the free throw, right? Uh, I saw a tweet today. James Harden on his two-point field goal by game this season. Two and eight, four and 10, four and eight, four and nine, one and four, two and five, two and two, oh and three. Motherfucker just can't hit shit right now. Do you think it's because he's trying to like trying to adapt to the new rules or he's just coming into the season unfit or what? What's what's your take on this? I think it's because he's fat. <sighs> he's hit it with the F word. I think like if you look at how and that's not in like a like it's just because he's unfit, really. Like he yeah. had that hammy, and hammy's in hammy is an injury that rest is the best medicine. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's what it is for Hammy. I doubt he picked up a fucking basketball, like I guarantee he touched more strippers than he did basketballs in the offseason. And that was probably like more the first than week. basketballs. The first, yeah, the first week he was just like that number, he wasn't going to catch it. Like, <laughs> he was going to catch something. It wasn't going to be a basketball. Um, but I think he just is out of shape, man. I think that's yeah. what it was. And I think he didn't expect, like, he's got a added load now, Kyrie's being Kyrie. Mm, yeah. Um, so I think he kind of thought, you know what, I can probably play myself into more shape here. Like yeah, I've probably got a bit more of a leeway. You know, I'll be the third guy for a little bit, and all of a sudden I'll be because he kind of, he kind of has, has done that in the past for himself mm. in shape. Mm. That's just what he is, and I mean, it was kind of weird listening to him. I think it was the interview today where he was like, "Oh, you know what? I wish I could go out there and get forty, but you know," and he started listing all these excuses. It's like this isn't a James Harden we know. Nah, no way. James Harden, we know, is a killer that can get you 50 on any given night. He's like, like oh, I wish I'd go out and get 40. I'll just go get 50 instead. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, it's just weird. I don't know, man. I think the foul thing doesn't help because he probably gets an extra. Well, there's only one game this season that he's attempted more than five free throws. Yeah, he's probably like, he probably would get another. Like, if he's averaging, what, he's averaging 18 now. Yeah. With the free throws, he'd be up around probably mid-20s. Yeah, which He'd is probably his be up, average. Yeah, you know what? So I think I think it, it just kind of regression back to the mean a little bit. I think he'll figure it out. And it was once he's fitter, he'll be he'll be able to score more and he'll be able to do more. Mm, yeah. And I think that's what it is. Like when you're not in the shape, there's a long game, man. When you're not in shape like that, he's mm. so much heavier than what he was 
at the Rockets before he got big to leave, obviously. Like, I think yeah, he's going to be a while to play in shape. I think once he's in shape, we're going to be like, oh, you remember when he had that rocky start to the season? Yeah, I think another guy that's going to that's going to happen, and it's not playing in shape, it's just like trying to find his way, uh, is Damian Lillard. Uh, he's also averaging less than 20 points per game um, on – horrendous shooting splits by his account is 35, 23, 92 from the free throw line. Good on you. But it's like, it's not good to watch. It's not good to watch at all. I don't know how many Portland games you're, I mean, you're tuning into all of them, fucking Larry Nance Nation, but. Um, Larry Nance gang. But yeah, it's, it's really not good to watch. There was a, and, and it's more of an, a, a, a pump up to Evan Mobley. But there was a possession today. Cavs are up 104 to 101. Damian Lillard isos Evan Mobley out. Four minutes to go in the game or something. Damian Lillard isos Evan Mobley out to the three-point line. Evan Mobley starts to move his feet. Damian Lillard takes him off the dribble, goes for a layup. Mobley blocks him. You know, Mobley's like he's a just... freak though. Yeah, but I know what you mean, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, Damian, that... why are you not capitalizing there? A, he's a rookie. B, you're supposedly in the foot top. Tall, bro. <laughs> B, you're supposedly in the top seventy-five fucking players, seventy-six players of all time. Man, that's and, tough. And getting that's, done by a rookie. That's t- a rookie big man, bro. That's tough for the league because he was controversial in the seventy-five. Man, if they put him in the seventy-five and he comes out this year balling, they're like, yeah, you know what? We told you, bro. Yeah, you we get fucking did Seventy-five, that. bro. But bro, if he's peaked and he's in the seventy-five, he ain't making the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll have to. I think you'll have to. The league can't back down on that after 25. I think I don't know, to. man. <laughs> but but, but I, I agree with you. I don't think that he should, especially if he, you know, it, and it's just seven games. And, um, I I got a disclaimer. Excuse me. I got a disclaimer that shit anyway. It's just seven games, but it's it's disgusting. It's gross. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think he's got a lot in his head. Yeah. I think yeah. he's got a lot in his head. The trade stuff's going on. He's still not sure what they're going to do, man. I don't know. I think he just needs to go out there and ball and and let, let it talk for himself. Let, let the game talk for itself. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what the answer – I honestly don't know what the answer is there. Like, I think that team is going to get shaken up at some point during the year. Yeah. Yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Um, all right. Well – I was going to touch on Devin Booker, but there's not really much to talk about with Devin Booker. He just, I think it was a bit harsh on Devin Booker. I mean, he could be scoring a few more points, but he's shooting all right. You know, he's, he's just well, he's, he's just three. not hitting from three. Yeah, he's, I think he's, I think he has kind of fallen into a trap where he, like everyone knows he's a shooter, so they're getting out to him. You know what I mean? And and yeah. Phoenix have started three and three, and that's going to be a byproduct of your scorer not scoring. Yeah, so. and he's he's had a long year, man. Like he yeah. played all the way to the finals, jumped on a fucking plane, played in the Olympics, and he's back gold. for the season yeah. to start, man. Like he's he's had a long year, and he's a young guy, and and I agree, the threes aren't hitting, but I mean, once those threes start hitting, that's when the points start to go up again. Yeah, and game he's, over. He's averaging pretty much like twenty two points, right? Like a couple of points here and there, and you start to go, okay, cool. There's a Devin Booker we know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's get to. And we're going to scrap question time. Sorry, guys. If you've come for question time, it's not happening today. Uh, surprising leaders. I've got three guys here. And you're not allowed to pick the guy that uh, you already said was going to have a good year. But three guys surprised. Three guys <laughs> that are having surprising years. And I want you to pick your MVP of these three. DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, and Kyle Lowry. Who surprises you the most out of the surprising leaders? Well, you just asked two different questions. My MVP is DeMar DeRozan. But the guy that surprised me the most is Dejounte Murray. Oh, 
I mean, I knew Kyle the two Lowry. Six Spurs. I knew Kyle Lowry was going to be good. Yeah, I, I, there was never any doubt in my mind. I didn't think it was going to be a controversial take to say Kyle Lowry was going to be good or that he was going to help the Heat or the Heat were going to be good. I didn't really think that was like a controversial thing, right? Mm. Uh, DeMar DeRozan being good, I was also pretty sure of because I watched him play in San Antonio and I knew what he could offer to the young guys. And yep. he's, he's eclipsed what I thought he could do, to be honest with you. Like that dude is balling, bro. Like he's averaging at like 25 and 5 and 4, man. Pretty yeah. good shooting splits as well. Like yeah, he's playing yeah. well, and he's leading this team as well. He's a great leader. Dejounte Murray, man, like he's he's a guy you kind of forget about in Spurs. And then being two and six doesn't help, but he is playing well, man. And I think I think once the guys around him, they're still young. I think once yeah. the guys around him kind of get a bit better, and I mean, a point guard at some point after you hit a ceiling, when you're a point guard, you're only as good as the team you're on. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think Dejounte Murray's at that point at the moment. Mm. I mean, Amandam's almost hitting a triple double. He's is at almost eighteen yeah. points per game, uh, nearing in on eight rebounds per game, and well over eight assists per game. He's so got, like, he's got an eight to two assist to turnover ratio, bro. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. And not to mention, he's getting it done on the defensive end too. He's averaging two steals a game, so it's it's pretty remarkable. But I mean, the the guy for me is, uh, and as you said, it's not that much of a controversial take, but it's got to be Kyle Lowry. I mean, he's a he's a guy that has not heavily been relied on for his scoring, but he's been heavily relied on for his leadership and and is known for that. And I think he's just he's playing into that beautifully. Like this is a guy that for the last what is it seven years has averaged more than um, fifteen points per game ish. Um, that that uh, championship year he took a little bit of a backseat, obviously because Kawhi was there and and was down closer to that fifteen. But I mean. Um, He's now at 10 points per game. He's just sharing the sugar. Absolutely sharing the sugar. He's an underrated alley-oop passer, I think. And I mean, when you've got a guy like fucking Bam Adebayo in the middle that you can just throw it anywhere, that's nice. But um, yeah, he's just he's just balling. Like I hate to, yeah, hate to be that guy. But he's just he's just absolutely fucking balling. This man um, right there is a is a baller. He's up. Is that what you're going to be? You're going to be that guy? Yeah. He's a baller. He's, he's up right baller. there. He, he knows how to play basketball. Bonafide baller. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, what they, um, that's, when, that's what the announcers do when they're just like, that guy, he, he's, he's an athlete. Yep. He's he gets in it. the NBA. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, like I'm paying fucking 20 mil a year. You better get My it. My guy, Kyle Terrell Lowry from Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. He is an athlete. <laughs> he is a baller. <laughs> Uh, there's my shitty American accent for everybody. But um, but yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you on the DeMar DeRozan. He's the MVP. I mean, he's fucking... If you had told me going into the season after seeing that three for... What was it? Three for 65 contract after Lonzo had signed four for 65, whatever the fuck it was. 85, 85. If you had told me that DeMar DeRozan was actually worth three for 85, I would have laughed you out of the room. Because you and I both said overpay. We, we said... Yeah, we I said, thought it was an overpay. I... We we said he'd be good, but it's an overpay. Yeah, he is. I didn't think I didn't think he'd be this good. Bag. I didn't think. He'd Holy be. shit! Yeah. For his career, and, and and again, it's a small sample size. But for his career, he averages twenty points per game. This year, he's up over twenty five. I didn't think that. I did, I thought Toronto Demar was always going to be the best version of Demar. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm laughing. It's because Locke's muted himself because he's fucking dying. He's sucked water down the wrong way. Um, I, just... 
right. I'm I certainly lost my train of thought there only because you were just um, no, DeMar, I, I, I agree. I thought DeMar's best was behind him, but it looks yeah. like it could really be in front of him with this young team. 100%. Absolutely resurgent year. And a dude, he's almost 50-40-90 club. Like, that's insane. If you had told me DeMar DeRozan was going to average 40% from three, 41% from three on the season, I would, again, laugh you out of the room. Laugh you out of the fucking room. Um, but, yeah, it's a small sample size. We're only 10% into the season. So, I really yeah, hope two, It's it only two up. weeks. But. But. And get uh, ready to join us for it's only three weeks. But. And then four. And then five. And then six. And then Ligma. Um, oh, you learned how to count, on you? <laughs> But yeah, I think said, we've waffled on for far too long at this point. Hey, I think we've waffled on for far too long at this. Yeah, point. I think so too. I think so too. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Question there. time. Question time. We'll make a rare sneaky appearance on the Tuesday app. I think we can sneak, we can sneak question time onto there. Can we? On the fly. He's his own boss. He does what he wants to do. Uh, right. I I am I'm a man of action. Man of action. He reckons. Um, all right, yeah, perfect. Let's uh, let's do question time on Tuesday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you're still here, as we always wonder why, but uh, we find we something to do. Get a hobby. Get. Do something. I'm hoping you're listening build, in traffic. Yeah, like, build damn. boats or some shit like the little ones in like jars in the, or in the bottles, yeah. bottles or something. Just get a fucking hobby, bro. Don't be listening to us dribble on, man. Come on, you're better than that. Uh, in that same breath, we love you. And uh, please come back to the next episode, which will be up on Tuesday. Find us on all our socials at Fifth and Dribble. Uh, leave us a fucking voice message. Uh, anchor.fm slash Fifth He's just one. Can someone be the first man? Okay. No, no. This is a shout out. If you leave us a voice message, you will enter the Fifth and Dribble Hall of Fame. Oh, we you had a Hall of Fame inductee last episode. Yeah, we did. Go yeah, and listen wanna, to it. Yeah, go and listen. We're not going to tell you. Listen, we're not doing your homework. Listen, listen to listen. hear what the first Hall of Fame inductee was. If you leave us the first ever Fifth and Dribble voice message, we will induct you into the Hall of Fame. I was going to say no questions asked, but I will ask some questions. It better be fucking good. If it's bad, then it's void. But yeah. if you <laughs> leave us the first one and we play it on the show and we answer your question, Fifth and Dribble, Hall of Fame. Tell them how to find it, Matty. Anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm slash fifth and dribble, exactly like the socials. So head there, get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, any more holes we got to plug, my friend? No, we are all good until next week. I think, my man, let's have a good weekend. Let's do it on the beers. All right, take care, guys, and we'll right. see you in the next one. Catch ya.